What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. This would be the first episode back after the the interview I had with Spencer. It was a very blessed episode. It was very insightful. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm blessed that he came on and, uh, and uh, did his thing for me. I, I wanted to do that and I also wanted to... Uh, real quick say that i uh i apologize for the gap in time between that and and this i said i'd be doing this weekly um i had a i had a tragedy in my life and uh i my i lost my sister um and i was in a weird place for for a little bit and uh the motivation was not entirely there because i was heartbroken. but god uh God talked to me through that, through some people and whatnot, and uh, reassured me that on top of everything going to be all right. This is this is what he called me to do, so I should do it. So I just wanted to throw that out there to, to those listening that uh, I apologize for the little gap. <clears throat> uh, but uh, here we go. So this is episode seven of the series Reaping and Sowing. It's called Judging Others, and this is also going to be the last episode of this series. So, let's go ahead and get going. We'll start off with verse, with Matthew 7, 1 through 5. And it reads, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging others is the standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? You, <clears throat> excuse me. How can you think of saying to your friend, "Let me help you get rid of the speck in your eye" when you have, when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. First, get rid of the log in your eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. So, I mean, wow, right? That covers a whole bunch of stuff. But let, let's let, let's go ahead and uh, it is interesting how quick we as people are to judge others. How we looking at other people, you know? Oh, look at them doing this. Uh, they foul. They this. They that. <clears throat> But we always seem to see past our own um, our own weakness, ailments, wrongdoing, sin. We are quick to judge someone for something they do wrong, and a lot of times we do the same thing. Like some, in some cases, the same exact thing. But when we do it, you know, uh, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to have people look at that, you know, but I can go ahead and talk about you for what you do. And to tie back to this Bible verse, Jesus is like, hey, how you going to try to help somebody? You got your own mess. How about you fix you first before you try to get in there? One of the, you know, the verse that sticks out is, you know, when, when in verse three, when it says, worry about the speck in your own eye. When you have a log, how can you help when you have a log in your own? Excuse me. Worry about the speck in your friend's eye. Why worry about the speck in your friend's eye? Forgive me. When you have a a log in your own eye, it's like, well, 
think about that. How are how are we as people gonna sit there and try to tell everybody how to fix their life, and we ain't fixing our own? And I, I mean, I'm be I'm gonna be real. A lot of reasons that people don't like the church is because of this very reason right here, because there was a lot, you know, there's this time frame of pe- you know, <clears throat> excuse me, where people were uh, all about condescending messages and you know, and belittling people. And tell you know, always point out what what they doing wrong, and y'all going to hell for this, and you ain't right for that. Don't I mean, who who are we to do that? What we should be doing instead of trying to point out everybody's wrong is trying to encourage and build up people. You know, and that's why that's why there was a lot of people who fallen out with the church, and you know, even in here in verse five it says hypocrites. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you'll be see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. <clears throat> Church, let's fix us before we go to point out what everybody else is doing wrong. Let's fix what we need to do before we go telling everybody why they going to hell. And in a lot of cases, I beg to differ with that statement because if if it's somebody who believes in Jesus... How are we going to tell them they're going to hell? According to the Bible, they're not. They believe in Jesus. So I think we need to. I, I didn't originally plan to talk about it in this in this reign as the church, but I think we need to get we need to get our, our we need to get ourselves right with that. We need to make sure that we are right. And so we're representing the church. Right. This is God's. Uh, you know, when we when we misrepresent the church. We are misrepresenting Jesus. So we got people not liking Jesus because of how we act, because we're judgy and full of condemnation. We need to fix that. So anyway, I don't want to belabor that point. I do want to say that it is a problem outside of just how the church responds, obviously, to to people. And I want to say that we need to get better as people. As people, we need to get better about how we interact with people. And we need to be, the word that comes to mind is grace. We need to learn to give more grace to people. We are so quick to slam somebody for what they've done, for any mistakes they've made, and and just slam them, throw them away, they ain't nothing, condemn them, judge them. You did wrong, you were this, such a terrible person. And then when we mess up, we're like, well, hey, wait, wait, can you go, can you please show me some grace, please? Can you please help me out? And I think that's I believe that's why judging judgment is talked about in here, because it essentially what it is, is the opposite of grace. And when I'm, you know, excuse me, we need to be better about that. I got another Bible verse I'll read. And, you know, the, the funny thing is I've read this in other series and other episodes in this series, but it applies to what we're doing. And it's this time I'm going <clears throat> to read it again. And it's uh, it's Luke six. This time I'm going to read thirty seven and thirty eight. And it says, do not judge others. 
and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will, be, it will come back against you. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. Then give and, it will, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So that is a Bible verse as I've read. I read it when I talked about about, uh, um, excuse me, about money. But that's a life. These verses are about life. I mean, it's, it starts out saying, do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn or you will get it back. So how are we as a people always judging and condemning each other? And ain't got the nerve to be mad at someone for doing the same thing to us. When according to the Bible and the whole purpose for this series is you reap what you sow. So we have plenty of people and I see this everywhere. And I mean, this goes back to Tupac's song in the 90s. Only God could judge me. Everybody's quick to say that, you know, yeah, only God could judge me. And, and that's that's true. But the problem is we have people saying only God can judge me. And these same people is over judging somebody else. So how does that work? How come God can only judge you, but you can judge other people? I don't get that. How, would, how is it that we got a whole bunch of people that, I mean, love condemning other people? And I mean, I, I say that because it's how people talk. Oh, look at, look at them. They, they know they ain't living right. They ain't doing this. I ought to be ashamed of yourself. You just, you that talking from a distance, but ain't got, don't have the sense or the correction. Don't have the compassion to help these people. Don't condemn people. Don't judge people. Help them. <clears throat> in fact, like it says in here. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. So, I mean, it goes back to another point I made earlier in, the, in this episode. Grace. We are so quick to want it, but so slow to give it. And that's what these Bible verses I just read are all about. I mean, let's be real. <clears throat> According to the Bible, if we want that same grace, then, you know, we've got to. We've got to show it. We've got to give it. Giving it will come back to you. Pressed down, shaking together, running over. And that, that, that goes for judgment and condemnation and everything else. I mean, even in... in uh, I wasn't going to read this, but I've, I've gone to read it now. It fits where I'm at. Everybody knows John 3.16. But nobody really talks about John 3.17. And then it says, God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world. Now, hear that. Jesus's main point wasn't to come here and start judging everybody. God didn't send Jesus so he could be like, yep, you wrong, you bad, you this, you that, you that. He came to save everyone, to save the relationship with God so that we could all go to heaven. Yet we want to take on the 
the judges of everybody and start telling people about their life and how they this and how they that instead of trying to help them. If Jesus was sent to save the world and not judge it, that means we are sent to save and not judge. <clears throat> As we're talking about that, I mean, there's another, I'm not going to read it, but um, it's in John 8, 1 through 8, and that's the the woman called in an adult in an adultery. And just to paraphrase it, the the Pharisees come to Jesus with this woman that, that was caught in the act of adultery. And they're like, all right, Jesus, what do you do with that? Because according to the law, if you got caught in adultery, you should be stoned. And so they got this mob and they're like, all right, Jesus, so uh, what's up? What you going to do? You know, you know the law. And they were trying to trap him. And Jesus flipped it on him with this same concept of what we're talking about, about judging others. And, you know, he kind of it's, it's, it's a smooth how he did it. He sat down, you know, he's sitting there writing in the sand. I don't know what he wrote. No one knows what he wrote. You know, people speculate. He's writing in the sand. He came up and he hit the, the smoothest answer. He's like, all right, yeah, well, cool. You're right. She was in sin. But how about you, the first one of you who has not sinned, you you go ahead. You be the first one to throw the, throw the stone. And they sat there. Basically, he's like, all right, yeah, she's sinned. But the perfect one out of y'all, okay, y'all, y'all be the one to throw the stone. Essentially saying, hey, you throw a stone, y'all kill this woman. But if we find out that you are sinning, sin, sinning, then it's coming back on you. Don't judge this woman. And you haven't taken care of your business. Because the, the, the part that I always wondered, where was the man that she was with? How come they just brought her over to him and not her and him? I don't want to speculate on who the man was or where he was, you know. But it's just interesting. So the point, though, is I want to go ahead and be like, all right. So Jesus used the principle of not judging others against these people. Like, all right, yeah, man, you cool. You're right. You're right. You have your Bible scholar down. You are good. But the two commandments that Jesus says, the first one, love God above all. The second one, love your neighbors. You love yourself. How can you love your neighbors you love yourself if you're always judging and condemning them, throwing in their face what they did and do right? And a lot of times what we're throwing in their face is what we don't think is right. It ain't necessarily what's right or wrong. <clears throat> now, not to say that it isn't about right or wrong, but there's a lot of times people are condemning people for doing something different than they would have done it. Jesus in this, in this, in this, uh, instance in the bible use judgment against the people who are judging all right cool it's the same it's the same thing as in matthew when it says get the log out of your eye in order to help get the speck out of their eye because who knows what these people that were trying to condemn her had done i mean there's a plethora of sin that that they that has been linked to the pharisees and i mean i'm not going there but there's all kind of things that they could have they, Dave could have done that. Jesus was like, all right, well, hey, I know you do this. I know you here. I know you do that, but we going to condemn her. We going to come back to you, though. So I think that that was the, the push for that that story. And that was when, you know, and, and it says that they left. They dropped their stones and left. 
oldest to the youngest because of, I, my belief is because the old cats were like, ooh, yeah, man, uh, man, I've done some things. Let me go ahead and back up off of this. And I think the youngest ones were the last to leave because of pride. They were like, oh, man, I, uh, I did this. And then they, after sitting there, they're like, oh, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, yeah. So uh, I don't want that to come out. So I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to just leave. And I mean, that's, that's how we need to be. Reaping and sowing. Sow seed into people's life. Instead of sowing seed of judgment and condemnation, sow seed of love, compassion, helping. If we want to get that back, according to all the Bible verses I've just read, and even the, all the ones I've read this whole series, if you want this to come back on you, you've got to sow the seed. You've got to sow seed into people's life. Sow seed of, of compassion, empathy, love. We were sent here. Our job as Christians is to save. We're to save, help. And when I say save, I don't, I'm not meaning salvation. I'm meaning save, help them come to Jesus. So how am I going to bring you to Jesus if I'm all out every time I come around you? I'm just telling you how wrong you are and how how your life suck and how you ain't going to amount to nothing. They, they're not going to come to Jesus if that's how I talk. They're going to be like, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with you or that Jesus that you serve. Whereas if people come, I come around and they're like, this brother, he's a cool brother. Every time he comes around, he listens to what I got to say. He's very insightful. He He's helpful. If I need him, he's there. And this doesn't necessarily have to be about money, monetarily or anything. If I need this brother, he's there. If I need a shoulder to cry on, he, he's there. If I need someone to talk to, he listens. I need advice, he gives it. If I need a couple dollars, he gives me that. that that's the point of all of this. That's what we should be doing. Sow those seeds into people and you will see a harvest of it. But if we're judging and condemning everybody, we will not, will not, will not, will not see the harvest of it. And I, I got a quote <clears throat> that I heard from Creflo Dollar, and uh, and this was very, very insightful. And it says, "Don't judge others. We are only one Jesus away from hell ourselves." Powerful statement. Very powerful statement. We we're. We are very close to being where they are at. Let me say it in another way that that isn't involving, quote unquote, a heaven and hell speak for in a secular sense. You only one phone call away from being homeless like that person that you see down there. They, they don't have a house. You can lose your job tomorrow and be in the same place that that person is in. Or or not have food to eat. Or in a, you know, divorced or single. You only one bad. <clears throat> let me change it. Let me let me say this and then I got to wrap this up. We are all one bad decision away from being in some of the bad situations that we see other people in. One choice. One decision could change all of that. So this is this is a strong reason why we shouldn't judge because we are one decision away from being in the situation they're in. So, with that being said, I uh, I hope you enjoyed this series on reaping and sowing. I hope it blessed you. Uh, it was a blessing to me to do it. Um, again, thank you for 
for support. Thank you for for hearing it. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you. I, I mean, I do this for love and I pray that it's blessing y'all. Um, so <clears throat> come back. My next my next episode is about spiritual warfare. Now, I don't know if this is a series yet. It might be, but spiritual warfare is a very real thing. And it's, as Christians, it's something that we need to wrap our heads around and be very intuitive to. Because if not, we're going to keep getting our, our, our butts whooped by it. So that being said, God bless y'all. I love y'all. Peace.